Hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here with Creation Anew, and I am so glad that you're with us. Um, I'm the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana, and I am your host for the Creation Anew podcast, and I'm so glad you're with me. Um, I hope that your first day of the new year, happy new year, by the way, I hope that uh, this first day of 2021 is is uh, going well for you. Uh, if you're in a cold climate, I hope that you're sitting in your favorite chair, uh, reading a book in front of a fireplace or just relaxing. Uh, I just hope that it's been a good day for you. If you're in a warm climate, uh, I'm, I, I, I don't even want to talk to you because I'm I'm where it's a little bit cooler <laughs> in 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 Indiana, but uh, but nonetheless, I'm glad that you're here with me. What are we going to talk about today? Well, guys, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, actually, not one of the things, the thing I wanted to talk about today is sensuality. Now, before you uh, scurry the kids off into another room, uh, we're not going to get into anything salacious here. What I mean by sensuality, and I am I'm stealing some material from R.C. Sproul. Uh, there is a book that R.C. Sproul uh, wrote called Knowing Scripture. And if you do not have that book, uh, I would recommend that you put that in your library and add it add it to your library. Uh, it's a great book on, on studying Scripture and understanding how to study Scripture. But um, in this uh, in in this book, R.C. Sproul describes sensuality as as basically a feelings based type of lifestyle. And, uh, you know, we may think of it more of, of just essentially uh, just uh, essentially talking about a, a sexuality uh, portion of our lives. But uh, um, it goes beyond that. It, it sensuality means that you run off your feelings, uh, that, that you run on a system of feelings. So that's what I want to talk about today and why. Why would I want to talk about that? Well, the reason why I want to talk about that is because I find that um, that a lot of people run off their feelings, and, and that's somewhat been the case, uh, you know, with humanity. We we do that. Um, we don't. We we seem to run. We seem to tend to go with our gut feeling or our feeling uh, rather than than truth. Or rather than reasoning, um, and and I, I I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems to me, and you could even say that I feel like <laughs> this is the case, uh, but it seems to me that that more people want to run off of what they feel rather than what they know. They seem to be abandoning knowledge for feeling and that's what i want to talk about today so what is the big deal about this well uh, to go a little further one of the things that i've seen in the church is i've seen more and more people live from feelings than from scripture and that's a problem 
the reason why that's a problem is because our feelings aren't always real. Um, have you ever watched a scary movie and and you're feeling tense on the inside? Maybe the you know the the killer is getting close to um, to you know the 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 hero or the heroine, and and your heart starts racing. Well, when we watch a movie, our brains don't seem to be able to disseminate um, reality from from falsehood. We are watching a staged event, something that's not real, but we can feel like it is. The same is true with dreams. Um, you can have a dream that seems very, very real. It, it, it's it, it's in your mind. Um, it, it's not really happening, and it, our dreams can seem so real that even when we wake up, it may take a few moments for us to get our bearings and to say, "Wait a minute, did that really happen, or was I just dreaming?" And we can get into those scenarios where we we are running off of feelings rather than the truth. And you know, you may watch a scary movie, and you may have to tell yourself, "This is not real." Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek, uh, the original Star Trek series, um, was when um, um, Kirk and Spock and McCoy and Scotty and Chekhov um, are, are are transported into this planet or onto this planet where. They are in a a scenario of the OK Corral, and um, they are trapped there, and they're going to be gunned down um, as the Clantons. They're going to be gunned down by Wyatt Earp and his gang, and they don't seem to have a way of escape. and And one of the cool things uh, is that Spock comes along and says, "None of this is real." We we can't be hurt unless we believe we're going to be hurt. So, in other words, the whole thing was it was based on what they felt, what they what they um, believed was real, and not not reality. And if they got their minds set on reality, then whenever the whenever uh, they were gunned down. The, the bullets wouldn't hurt them. If you ever, if you've never seen that episode, you should go and see it because it's a pretty cool statement about faith. To be honest with you, because our faith has to go on truth, not feeling, and we have to run on truth and not feeling. So, this is a problem in the church because many times we want to feel things. Uh, we we want to uh, experience things, and we will take our experiences and put them above truth. To get more specific, what I'm saying that I have seen in the church is that people will will put their experience or their feelings over Scripture, and you can't do that. Without getting things messed up, many times people um, have come and they, they may say, "I don't feel very close to God," 
and or I may uh, they may say I don't feel like I'm saved well the issue of being close to God or being saved is not based upon our feelings it's based upon truth and the more we run on truth and and specifically I'm talking about truth from God's Word the more that we do that as believers the more that we are going to be running on reason and and sound uh, thinking and clear thinking rather than the up and down and twisty uh, unpredictive um, or unpredictable uh, path of our feelings now, this is a real problem because when we put feelings above truth we are capable of making horrible decisions and so it, it's good for us to practice not not putting our feelings and uh, I mean not ignoring our feelings but making sure that our feelings are subservient to truth specifically truth from Scripture one of the things that R.C. Sproul um, says is he says that sensuous there are sensuous Christians and uh, that they live by their feelings rather than through an understanding of God's Word and uh, they they will do things based upon whether or not they feel like it so things like maybe uh, service or prayer or even studying God's Word they will do those things when they feel like it and they they will they will not do those things whenever they don't feel like it and I uh, I want to stop and just say I understand that we all have days whenever we don't feel like doing things and we struggle with getting getting things accomplished that's understandable but when you have a steady lifestyle of doing things based upon whether or not you feel like it then your life is going to be chaotic and my point is we need to come down to a point where we say the truth is this so therefore I must act according to truth so in the case of maybe Bible study or prayer we may not feel like praying but because God says he wants us to do those things we do those things and what I find a lot of times is if if I don't feel like doing something if I just start because it's the right thing to do my feelings will catch up and I'll want to do the thing that I'm doing so we, we cannot live on our feelings now one of the things that that Sproul says here is he says sensuous Christians go their merry way until they encounter the pain of life that is not so merry and they fold and I've seen this many many times where people will will they've run their their life um, as a a so-called believer and, and some of them are believers some of them are not um, they run their lives so much on feelings that when when things go against their feelings when reality hits they don't exactly know how to handle it and they just kind of crumble up like a cheap suit 
and they can't go on. And you may find them go into a depression. You may find them just kind of quit life for a little while. And when that happens, you've got an individual whose life is is basically a series of highs and lows. The highs are when they're feeling good and they're they're feeling like things are right and they'll go and do all kinds of amazing things or right things. But when they're down in the valley and life is not working like they want, they're depressed, they they forget truth. They they are completely a servant to their feelings and it produces a roller coaster ride. Of, uh, of a series of ups and downs. Well, God doesn't want us to live that way. And he wants us to not have a lot of ups and downs in life. He's wanting us to kind of flatline out and and to run in a smooth way where we don't, you know, we don't get too excited over the high times and we don't get too depressed over the low times. Now that doesn't mean that you can't have any feelings at all no if you go back into the psalms you'll see where the psalmist uh, expresses joy and and emo- you know great emotion and that's okay but your emotions and your feelings have to be subservient to truth let me give you something this is in second timothy um verses 3 excuse me, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Paul writes, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. The reason why I read that to you is when you need to start running off of truth rather than your feelings i want to encourage you to run off the truth of scripture because all scripture is it, it comes from god it is it is god's message to you many times people who run off their feelings will say i just wish that god would speak to me Well, when Paul writes, all scripture is inspired by God, that word inspired means the breath. In other words, when you read scripture, it is the breath of God. Now, if, if I blow into my microphone, just, you know, it's like a, you know, kind of thing, um, you, you may experience the the sound of my breath whenever I put my mouth and my hand close together and I talk I can feel the vapor or the air coming out of my mouth that's the idea that that scripture is actually it is the word of God if you want to hear from God if you want God's truth you you must go to scripture now let's put this all together here 
If you live off of feeling, you are not necessarily inclined to go to God's word and listen to God's word and put that over and above what you feel or what you experience. But if you turn that around and you rewire your mind to believe that the truth comes from God's word, when when you read God's word, you are reading what he is saying to you. Then you can start running on a path of truth rather than feeling. Now, this is a training issue. This is something that takes, that may take time. And it may take you experiencing something and saying, okay, what does God's word say about that? And that is where you know you're starting to get on the right track. Whenever you filter everything that you see and experience and feel through God's word. So let's take some examples here. Um, let's say that you um, you feel like your best friend is is betraying you. You feel like it. You don't really have any hard evidence. And you you go to that person and you talk to them and you see that they haven't betrayed you. Well, that alleviates your feeling, doesn't it? When likewise fashion, what you want to do is when you feel or experience something, you want to check into God's word and see what God's word says about it and let God from his word speak to you. The only, the the primary way that God speaks to us today, I was about to say the only way, but that's not true. The primary way that God speaks to us today is through his word. So if you experience something and you feel something, if you go to God's word, you can get, you can either get that feeling or that experience confirmed or denied. Let's go back to the example again of somebody that doesn't feel like they're saved. Maybe they've trusted in Christ, okay? Let's say that they've trusted in Christ, but maybe they've done something or they just don't feel like they're saved. They can go back to scripture and say, okay, what is the basis for salvation? It's believing in Jesus. And they can ask the question, have I believed in Jesus? And if the answer is yes, then they need to get rid of their feeling. Their feeling isn't real. They can trust God's word. The same is true with a lot of Christians in confession. They may sin and they will confess and they stay, they'll say, I still feel guilty. Well, those are false feelings. That's false guilt. Because if you've confessed a sin, God's word says that that Christ is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's the truth. So when you confess your sin, it's done. So I hope you're starting to get the gist here. What I'm pointing you to is to begin living a life based upon the truth from God's word rather than what you think 
feel, experience, imagine, because your feelings, your senses, that sensuality part of you, that that sensuousness that you have, which is based on, on senses, can deceive you. But God's word will never, ever deceive you. That's why it's so important to go to God's word and to study it, to spend time in it, to wrestle with it, to ask questions. Alrighty, guys, that's about all that I have for today. I want to thank you again for listening um, to these podcasts. Tell other people. That's a great way that you can support us. Um, please pray for us and um, tell others about us. And if you want to financially uh, donate uh, or, or financially support um, this this ministry, we are not a tax-deductible um, organization and maybe someday I can explain that. But um, if you want to donate um, or want to, to give to this ministry monetarily, that's fine. My rules are you need to take care of your family first. And the secondly, you need to make sure that your home church is cared for. If those things are are being dealt with and you're caring for your family and your church then if you want to give to this ministry please uh, feel free you can do that at creationanew.com I would encourage you to visit creationanew.com it's a website it's growing uh, there are things on there there are resources for you and um, we're hoping to have more and more things as time passes um, if you do not have a home church, maybe you are seeking the truth. Maybe you're a believer and you do not have a home church. Uh, I would invite you to come to either of the churches that I pastor. Um, first of all, Mount Pleasant Christian Church is an independent uh, church and it is uh, it. it it's it's a Bible teaching, um, people loving place. You'll find good, solid expositional preaching there, and we try to point people to the scriptures uh, as the rule book for their lives. And you won't find perfect people, but you'll find people that will love you there. Uh, we are located at 5830 West Hurt, that's H-U-R-T Road, Monrovia, Indiana, 46157. And service times start at 10 o'clock at Mount Pleasant Christian Church. If you are a late riser on Sunday mornings, um, and, and believe me, I, I have a tendency to, to, to get up a little later in the day. It's just how my, how my clock runs. Um you are welcome to come to Community Church of Mooresville, located at 61 West Harrison Street in Mooresville, Indiana. And you, again, you will find imperfect people, but you'll find people that are that are seeking the scriptures, searching the scriptures, and trying to live according to the scriptures. And they will love you. They will point you to Christ. They'll point you to the scriptures. You'll find, again, biblical teaching, 
there. And uh, if you would like to join us, the services there start at 11.15 on Sunday mornings. So if you live in the central or west central portions of Indiana, you're more than welcome to come and visit us. If you're visiting um, that area of the world, you're welcome to come and visit us too. So thank you so much for listening. Tell others about us. And until next time, uh, have a great day. Have a happy New Year's Day. You take care. Bye-bye.